0: My, you know, football consumption yesterday because of birthday parties and things like that wasn't as much as normal, but I was trying to stay dialed into, especially the games that mattered for the Buffalo Bills. And I got to be honest, I think it was a pretty good day for the Bills. It wasn't a great day. It would have been a great day. I think if the Tennessee Titans could have held on and not had two punts blocked against them or miss a extra point. But instead, the Indianapolis Colts beat them, and they go to 7-5. and Titans kind of blew it. But that's to be expected, right? Like, you know not every game is going to turn out. But how about the surprise, if you want to call it that? I thought the Cardinals had a shot to beat the Steelers because the Steelers just aren't that good on offense. And here come the Cardinals. They go to Pittsburgh, driving rainstorm, two weather delays. Cardinals beat the Steelers 24-10. I mean, the beginning of that game, it's like 3-3 forever, and you're like, you. to me, I kept thinking, okay, well, the Steelers are going to get some sort of strip sack and fumble, they'll score on defense, that's how they'll win this game. That didn't happen. The Cardinals drive down, they score, and from there, see ya. Like, it was just basically, the Steelers could not do anything, and then Kenny Pickett goes out, he's going to be out for a little while. I think the Steelers have are very much in danger of falling out of this thing, and I mean it's kind of catching up with them, right? That's who they've been all year. They're now 7 and 5, and we all know the metrics and the data and the numbers say they should not even be 7 and 5. The Cardinals beat them. That was really good for the Bills. And then late last night or later yesterday, I should say, Browns go to the Rams. And I'm thinking the Rams should win this game. The Browns have quarterback issues, but they still have a very good defense. Maybe Joe Flacco can do something. And sure enough, it's it's tight early on. Browns score early. They get to halftime. I think what's well, a one-score game at halftime. Come out of the second half, and I'm just following along going, ooh, Rams scored again. Ooh, Rams are down there again. Rams beat the Browns. Okay, two really good results for the Bills. Browns lose. They go to 7-5. and five. Steelers lose. They go to 7-5. and five. Bad result for the Bills. Colts win. They go to 7-5. and five. But all these teams are now 7-5. and five. The Broncos and Texans game, I think you could parse that any way you want. I think you could think about, what was that game like? How would... It depend for the Broncos to win, the Texans to win, who to lose. What would be the best result for the Bills? And I guess, like, all the math says, mm, not a really big deal either way. They're both kind of the same, whether they win, whether they lose, for the Bills' chances. So, to me, I thought, okay, I think I want the Texans because... The Broncos are right there with the, you know, they have the head-to-head. You can't finish tied with the Broncos. We know that. The Bills cannot finish tied with the Broncos. Now, they probably can't finish tied with the Texans, but there is an outside chance they still could because of three-way tiebreakers and because of, you know, the conference, the, the conference um record. They're four and three. Now, that's not great. It's better than the Bills, but they still have a chance to lose more conference games. So I think. This was the better result for the Bills just for the way I want to interpret it. You don't have to. And I understand why that might not be the case. All right. But now as the Bills sit here, Pittsburgh, seven and five, Cleveland, seven and five, Indy, seven and five, Houston, seven and five, four teams at seven and five. And then you have the Broncos and Bills sitting there at six and six. And of course, like I just said, the Broncos are ahead of the Bills. The Bills are one game, one game out of a playoff spot with five to play. There are three teams ahead of them. The problem is two things. Number one, first and foremost, the Bills have to win anyway. They just have to win. It doesn't matter what's going on with these other teams. The Bills have to win. The second problem is the next two games are against two of the better teams in the league. But I would also say this week gives you a little more confidence after watching what Seattle did to Dallas. And Dallas, by the way, when they faced really good teams, yeah, they're like really good. They're kind of, they can blow teams out. But other teams have been able to score a little bit. The Eagles scored 28 on them. Um, what happened? The 49ers scored 42 on them. I mean, even the Cardinals scored 28 in a game they they lost in Week Three. And I know that was a long time ago, but they're not insurmountable. They're not unbeatable, and they got to come to Buffalo after a really key Sunday night game against the Philadelphia Eagles next week. Um, that said, you had Kansas City last night, which come on. Anytime Kansas City loses, it's good, right? Now you don't want to face a mad Kansas City team. But I don't know if it matters this year. This Kansas City team is just different. They are not that good on offense. They're winning more with defense. And if you get a few big plays in them like the Green Bay Packers did, that could be your recipe to success to beating the Kansas City Chiefs. And, of course, that means you know that's turning the page to this week's opponent for the Buffalo Bills. Bills are at Kansas City, 25 p.m. on Sunday. But I want you to think about this for one second, too. If the Bills beat the Chiefs, if they do, which they can, the Chiefs are in their sights to catch, actually. They would go to 8-5, and five, the Bills would go to 7-6, and six, and you'd have their head-to-head. And the Chiefs then, now you're bringing them... Now, granted, the Chiefs also would still be in line to win their division, but they still have the Broncos who are trying to catch them. Now, again, it's pretty unlikely. I think it's just an all-way of saying that there's still a lot football to be played. There's still a lot of opportunity here for the Bills, but what are they going to do about it? What are the Bills going to do about it? How are the Bills going to beat... No, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Dallas Cowboys, and then a stretch run of three games where they should absolutely win. We don't know what that game is going to mean for Miami. It could still mean something to the Bills and the Dolphins. It's looking more and more like the Miami's going to be the 2023 AFC East Division champions. They do have some tough games at the end of the year, but folks, this is not over. And now we get to today, and I think, Bills fans, you should feel better today about where this can go versus what you thought and felt going into the week, and especially after last week when we had, obviously, a lot of emotion running after the Philadelphia Eagles game that the Bills lost, you know, a couple weeks ago. So that's on the table today. You want to talk about it. 803-0550. 803-0550 here on the Extra Point Show on WGR. We do not have, I don't believe, the Bills have not sent out any media availability today for Sean McDermott or the um, coaches. Now, generally what happens is on a Monday, We have Zoom availability. We hear from Sean McDermott at 4 p.m. We hear from Joe Brady now and Eric Washington after that. That is generally after a game. The Bills did that after last week's game. So my interpretation is here. My assumption is here. We're not going to have that. And there's a lot of questions that need to be answered, especially considering the Von Miller situation and what's going on there. And until we hear from anybody on the Buffalo Bills, we hear from... Sean McDermott, we hear from Brandon Bean. I don't, I don't know what's happening with that situation. None of us knows what's happening with that situation. With Vaughn, will he be with the team? Will he not be with the team? How are they treating it? Is there a commissioner's exempt list that comes into play? So there's a lot to be answered here. My sense is, unless we get something you know, not physically told to us in a press conference between today and tomorrow about Von Miller, I mean, heck, something could come over today and we could learn something from the league or whatever, we probably won't know anything about you know Vaughn's status and situation until Wednesday and how that situation is playing out and what the team or the league or Vaughn specifically or Dallas police or whatever are doing about everything. So I, I don't have answers for that. We won't really have any answers for that until Wednesday is my guess on that. Um, in the meantime, the Bills have a game to prepare for. They have the Kansas City Chiefs, and this is a big game. A loss drops them to 6-7 and seven on the season. I mean, other than... Losing the opener to the Jets, losing the opener to the Steelers a couple of years ago. Can't remember the last time the Bills were under 500 after like week one of a season. I could go back, maybe it's happened, but it's been a while. It's been a while since they've been under five hundred, at least I think since 2018 would be the last time that that happened. So that would be foreign territory, and it kind of is right now. This season has gone unexpectedly awry. It's gone unexpectedly, unexpectedly. You know, too many losses down. However you want to phrase it, but it's still alive. They can still do this. It is a challenge, though, in the way that they've played, the things that have happened. I'm not sure anybody feels super confident in them going five and zero. Look, they don't have to go five and zero to make the playoffs. I think four and one gets you in. I think four and one gets them in. I think three and two gets them a shot, but probably not only because the um, conference record. But I think four and one gets them in. And especially if that four and one is only the Dallas Cowboys game. If they lose if they win four games and they only lose one game, and that one game is the Dallas Cowboys, I think they get in. If they go four I they're almost definitely in. I think the only way they get in otherwise at four and one, or they don't get in. If they go four and one and lose to the Chiefs or lose to the Patriots, I still think they get in, but everybody around them would have to win. Four, five, five games, four games, at least four games to have the better record still. I, I just don't see it. There's teams that are going to go out of this list. Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Indy, Houston, Denver. There's teams going two and three folks. There's teams going one and four, maybe and there's going to be some three and two or four and one, some of them play each other. So you got to remember too, some of these teams are going to pick each other off too, just like the Denver Houston game this week. Who do you root for? Um, you know, we'll find out when we come time for those specific games and taking a look at the schedule.